BKN453. What's up, boys? How's it going? No, oh, just right. enjoying my fine Tuesday. Going to watch the Hurricanes. Maybe Actually, no, we're doing the Hangout. So I will not be watching the Hurricanes. But they can close out their series tonight against the Islanders. As the I Islanders predicted. won a game yet? Yeah, it's three to one. Ugh. Let one slip. Is this Let playoffs? Playoffs, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. What I know sport? Hockey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, good Kyle luck looks to down all on the... these actual good sports with fucking athletes that play them. Meanwhile, he watches fat guys players. stand on first base. <laughs> People who think stretching is getting in shape for the season. Baseball is the lamest fucking sport that's ever been sported. And and. I can't believe you look down on people who like jump and hit and fight and stuff. Fight? Have you ever seen an NBA fight? It's embarrassing. Uh, that's true, but I was thinking of hockey when I said yeah. that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was, I was adding that. No, I, I'm open really to the jump. idea of hockey as a real sport. I just don't think basketball is. Bas- basketball is more of a game, it's a silly thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's <laughs> oh baseball season, so we got to. If something's not a one. sport, it's baseball. They stand still. Most of the time. Okay. Look, it, it could be a game too. Just as long as we all agree basketball is just lame. It's just exactly. So silly. They're both too silly. At, at, least, silly people. at least in baseball, no one outgrew the bats and balls. Like, like. basketball, you have <laughs> some of the finest athletes on the earth. I would and say wherever some the people who couldn't like, play any other sport at all. Matt, mm. Like these seven foot six I think get, guys. Like, I think get like that. The thing with like basketball players that like, you can't pull me away from. Like, if there was a guy on the blues called Ivan Titanov and he was 11 feet tall and he could hit the puck 200 miles an hour, like, I wouldn't, like, I, it's, he's not sk- outskilling anyone on the ice. It's like, well, mm-hmm. they gave it to the Titan again. Of course he scored. Like, a lot of these guys who are seven foot four, if you make them six foot eight, they are working at a bank somewhere. Like mm-hmm. they're they're not even like you make them six six not even sniffing not These even guys close. Are it's like not six talented. five. No, I'm talking six, about the actual like the seven the feet tall are. guys. You, you, I don't that's know how like many seven footers are in the team, league, right? but yeah, that's a good estimate. Maybe one guy a team, maybe less. Significant, like that, like one. And there's only what like ten people on the team. How many teams are there? Hundreds, so, right? So like ten percent <laughs> of the the NBA is like what seven feet tall. And so I, I hear um, you, but I, I, you kind of make it sound like that's everybody they're, they're And they have a specific role that they play, right? These seven footers mostly are, you know, guys who just stand in the paint, block shots and take shots. Like that's their role. I, I get oh, it. Stand it's there, huh? Like their role is. <laughs> I see what you did. They're not even allowed. There's a second violation. They don't stand there and eat Shit. sunflower seeds. No, I, I, the only sport I like is when, when people beat each other up. That just seems so much more real. Um, That's a sport. I, I don't know. I, I like that a lot. It's. It, it, I think Chael Sonnen is the one who's always going on about it being the oldest sport, right? Because before somebody came up with a bat and ball, there were two guys roughing like roughing each other up somewhere and saying, "Ah, Ugg won, not Big Ugg. Little Ugg is now Big Ugg, and Big Ugg is now Little Ugg." <laughs> like, like they all had that talk thousands of years ago, way before they figured out bases and balls and bats and all that shit. I, I really enjoyed your your little checkmate move of like sports arguing where mm. the the comeback is always no your favorite is a game and the seamless fine they're both stupid games like just taking the wind out of the sails as long as everyone agrees hockey's a sport so you, fine. You, see i learned that from total war sometimes you've got a, a troop up there and he's just out of position he's surrounded they're literally raping him and he's screaming for help now we could run in there we could might, might even save save him who knows but the cost will be too high so we just cut ties with him we just fall back, <laughs> we had to set up our defenses, and, and and fire volleys onto our friend uh, onto our friend's body because that's where the enemies now are. That's what mm-hmm. you do. And baseball is that friend that we just allow to die a slow death. Allow to die for sure. Ballet takes better yeah. athletes than baseball does. That thing they do to their toes is. Gross. I don't like sports that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like disform, disform disfigure you. you. Yeah. That that require you to be disfigured. It, it, when you look at a guy, you're like, oh, look at his hands. Know gymnast's hands and you're like no fucking cripples hands that that old man can't fucking wipe his ass properly he's cutting himself from those calluses there, some of those people develop like these weird disgusting feet is the big one because feet aren't meant to go in shoes they're not meant to do the crazy hyper things that modern athletes do with them mm-hmm. feet take abuse so you look at i think lebron's got them crippled ass feet that look disgusting i know um 
um, who's the other? Oh, those ballet dancers. Whenever I see their feet, where they, you know, sort of like roll their big toe and their their yeah. second big one into this little ball that they sort of bounce around on, and now it's become this deformed, disgusting no. thing. They're beautiful, incredibly fit, like long, lithe women with mm -hmm. these truck stop that stompers. <laughs> That's where I was heading. I was waiting for a chance to talk about. It. It's the juxtaposition between what are really some of the best looking most fit women on the planet like ballet dancers are mega hot from the ankle up but <laughs> oh goodness their feet if you're a foot guy they're not for you i watched uh i finally watched that movie uh the menu uh, a couple nights ago it's got your girl from um checkmate scheme or whatever the the, the girls Queen's can play Gambit? chess two movie um yeah. and uh, she's the main act she's sort of the star and uh ralph fiends yeah, I thought she was very good. She had okay. to carry big portions of the movie on her back with her reactions and uh, with she was the star mm -hmm. uh, and she carried the movie really well. It was a, it's a good movie. I don't want to spoil too much, but basically um, I saw it. I, I thought it was all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Multiple couples get invited to this island. No, no, not invited. They're paying to go to a celebrity chef's um, fancy um, like serving. I see like a seven course dinner on this exclusive island owned by a billionaire. The billionaire is like the patron saint of this celebrity chef. He's like, here is the island where you will cook. Here is everything will be grown here for. He's like giving him a paradise to cook in. And Ralph Fiennes is one of those incredibly hyper obsessed um, Gordon Ramsay type chefs. And his sous chefs and assistant chefs are like Marines. <laughs> when he like claps, they're all they all like stomp and come to attention. And uh, it slowly goes from silly to awkward to a little scary to to pretty wild. Uh, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I there, liked it a lot. Like I put I the love spoiler the uh, put the spoiler thing up, Zach. Uh, one thing that they did that I thought like that I get a kick out of during movies that are like meant to be because you know like Kyle's right. It goes from like off putting and what a weird situation to scary, and. Part of the way that happens is the fucking chef who is very obviously unhinged from the first time he's on screen. Let me say, yes. there's no slow build. It's like, <laughs> like gibbering to himself in the fucking kitchen. And he comes out and there's this like diplomat couple. And the dude is like, I want this again or some like some request about his dish that was special. You know, I want this on it or I don't want this. And Ralph Fiennes, I guess, is what you said his name was the, the chef. He is very upset by this. Oh, wait, are you talking about when the gentleman tries to leave? Because the, the evening has gotten a little bit too wild for him. And he's like, come on, honey, we're getting out of here. And they subdue him. Yes, they subdue this That's gentleman. And they, like, cut, his, they cut one of his fingers off. And, like, he's very obviously bleeding and, like, screaming. And his wife is like, ah, ah, as these, like, sous chefs, like, cut this guy's finger off for trying to leave. Oh, he and, was like, being impolite. It's that... Like any any reasonable person sees that and is already running, but they do that horror movie thing for like ten minutes as like these pompous like other douchebags at other tables are like, I knew he was known for a show, but my god! Oh, it's, it's like oh, I love shut that. The fuck out! Like get the hell! No, I hated that. No, it's that's like, what would happen though. Screaming and bleeding. That's what would happen though. You know how that shit goes. Like we just had a guy. This happened and just the other day in San Francisco. The guy that uh, invented fucking Cash App stabbed ruthlessly on the streets running up to people bleeding out please help they drove away no one called 911 he did everyone saw this guy bleeding he bled to death in the streets because he had to call 911 for himself and escape his own attacker because no one would help him i'm telling you especially in a room like that where gordon ramsay let's say it's gordon ramsay instead and it's that group right three like super wealthy um titans of industry type like traders of some kind and then like this political couple a celebrity couple like an actor and his assistant somebody gets their fingers cut off none of these people are heroes nobody this everybody's like oh what's going either they think it's silly or they're not moving and and even in, there's even a point where ralph fiends is like why do, you have to ask yourself why did none of you try to fight back or escape to be honest I think if you had, you might have won. Because <laughs> it's like, there are a lot of assistant yeah. chefs, and they do have lots of knives. I, I don't. But there's like a any, dozen people here. None of them were going to try and help. I was meaning more like these are all like billionaire narcissists, and uh -huh. they are going to self-preserve, like sprint away. 
You know, like mm. it was weird to see because where, they all knew to, that Joe Blow, the investment banker, just had his finger cut off. They know he's not part of it. Well, they tried like, to escape. They couldn't. They, the glass is, is bulletproof. You know, they hit later. it with the chair and everything. It's it's a didn't real even give it the fun old college try until <laughs> it was way too odd. And it was like, we are going to kill you and eat you. And then they're like. <laughs> It's starting to get dicey around here, guys. Like we might, <laughs> we, we might need to get out of here. I really liked it. I, there was a they were a little heavy handed with the one percenter stuff. There's a part that part where uh, oh yeah, <laughs> where where he's like <laughs> the girl's little, like, <laughs> can I go? Can I live? You know, he's like, where'd you go to school? She goes Brown. He goes, you have student loans? She's like, no. He's like, you're staying. <laughs> <laughs> Written by someone with no student loans. <laughs> like you're exactly there. You go. Yeah. Written by Brown Ivy League. League. I can't remember. I would imagine so. I think of it as such. Yeah. It is Taylor. It, it's considered Ivy League. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember uh, uh, Brian from Family Guy is talking mm. to Lord Under Underbottom, and they're like, eh, "Where did you go to school?" And he's like, uh, "Brown." And they're like, eh. they like yeah. "It's like a, I guess the joke of the Ivy League." Is Brown and Cornell are maybe the only two I have trouble naming. Mm. Yeah, Cornell, I, I, Cornell is forever because that's Andy's school, and he like goes on the office. He's he's uh, Big Bear. I know their I know their mascot. I know their whole thing. <laughs> big Red Bear. That's a big Red Bear. <laughs> is that like Dwight's wearing his mascot really? shit and like like pretending like he went. Growing there. up, I was like, is Cornell or Bucknell the big one? Mm, I don't know what Bucknell is. Good school. You know, it's like yeah. uh, in Northeast. I like that Harvard has like one of the best hockey teams in the country, like hmm. almost every year. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a bunch of guys who, you know, shouldn't be in Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just Is being it like, you know, you know, it's like, God damn, there's a lot of people from Ontario and Harvard again. Like <laughs> a lot of people from, you know, Toronto. Yeah. What school yeah. was it where they threw that dude's wheelchair or girl's wheelchair down the stairs? Oh, they made such a big deal out of that. Yeah, that like was, she had to crawl home or something. There was something. someone in it when I heard it. Yeah. I'm like, they pushed someone in a wheelchair down the stairs? And then I they saw made it, it. it's like, oh, they, so they so someone did something shitty? Okay. First of all, it was one of them fake cripples that didn't even need need the chair. Yeah, where was and she? And second hot? of all, it, it no, no, they wouldn't have pushed the chair if she'd been hot. They'd have, they'd have, and second of all, they didn't destroy the chair. And third of all, it's funny. It's funny. I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care about that cripple's chair. Oh, her chair went down the stairs. This is Who a fucking... bold stance. I'm guard against it. pushing people's wheelchairs down. The Why? Stairs. Okay, I'm against it too. What I'm saying is, do we? They're like, let's form a committee and hunt him down. Get a posse together. Let's find. It's a. The problem was his daddy has money. That's why everybody's mad. Can you believe it? Someone whose whose father had worked hard threw a chair down. No, oh not one of those people. If an underprivileged fucking Pacific Islander had pushed that chair down, they'd have went well in his culture. You know, uh, cripples are no. They'd have, there'd have been a fucking explanation. Mm. Nobody would care. We wouldn't, wouldn't have went to surveillance camera footage. And they acted like that bitch crawled home on her own broken glass. I'm sure she went. Oh, tee hee, my chair's wheels a little bent. Well, one of you dozens of people drive me home. Well, you live 30 feet away. That's right. I'm a fucking student here. <laughs> I so I so agree. Really? <laughs> don't agree. Now, I, I don't know. No, yeah. I don't know what the right punishment was. Being expelled from school seems too high. Yeah, that's yeah. absurd. Um, he is an entitled asshole that could use a life lesson. How do you know? I don't know him. Because he bullied someone in a wheelchair. To she wasn't there. How's that bullying? Him. He threw her wheelchair down the stairs. Did he know it was hers? That's, he knew that it was someone who needed a wheelchair. Not necessarily. It wasn't attended. Actually, if you if you think about it, Woody, an unattended wheelchair is, if anything, evidence of a person who does not need a wheelchair. She was true. True. The wheelchair didn't fit to the toilet. Like it was. So what'd she do? She back. hopped up, sauntered on in there, and squatted. Okay. And you know what she can do when she comes out? She can fucking, hey, could somebody bring my chair up the stairs? No, I think we should form an investigation and a posse. We should get CNN on this. Yeah, You're right. You're right. Let's a, call CNN real quick. Hey, has anyone called Reddit? It is in no <laughs> way okay to throw people's wheelchairs down the stairs. Even Didn't say it was okay. I just said it's not. It's a wild overreaction. Like, like. We've all done things that are borderline as, a, as, as mean as that. Just insinuated that it was fine. I, I think it's fine. 
I'm glad he did it. <laughs> You're like, I'm not saying. I hope she yeah, is really crippled. I hope that she, that she falls down those stairs trying to recover her chair and gets actually crippled. What was the right punishment? Well, justice. That? I mean, the like actual the, punishment. I pays for the chair. Yeah, he has to pay for like the the wheel to get fixed or whatever. Yeah, like that's. That. I mean, like, why? the reason that Why? this no, was... No, you don't get to just break my shit, fix it, and call it even. You that's exactly be... what you get to do. That's no. how the so our society works. No, it's not. Uh, Ever had a car accident with somebody? A car accident? You get to beat them up after? No, if you, random. example, destroy my car, you're going to jail, and you're paying. Like, there's fines Doubtful. and punishment. You are. <laughs> you see that all the time. You, I, I think... You get no, but, a cigarette button, I, right? I think it's rare that I just for... I mean, you've seen CNN. If they were locking all those folks up, they were running around banging into cars. Well, the jail, jails will be overfilling uh, with black people, and that's just, like, clearly not the case. Destroy people's property. I don't know how damaged the wheelchair was, but it, as a uh, hypothetical, you can't destroy people's property and be like, "Ah, eh, I'll repair it. Everything's fine." No, there are punishments to be made on top of that, and I'm uh, misdemeanor punishments. punishments. Yeah, things like. He should spend four weekends cleaning police cars or walking around campus with one of those fucking sticks where you pick up litter. Why does a cop get a clean car? Because he picked on a cripple girl. Yeah, uh, that picked is the, the kind of. I, listen, I speak from experience. These are punishments that get doled out. to. Young. <laughs> they will do this. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might even make her like work in daycare. Hypothetically. My cousin went around one night and did a ton of damage. Shitty. It's not uh, it like the the. The absolute the fact that this was a national news story is solely because he is a white kid where that comes from money. Like if it were, yeah. like it would not have been a news story if it was some nobody. That's what brings the like, entertainment factor to it. Like this guy who was a, I guess, a hockey star, uh, who was the child of a hockey star, who's been the man his whole life, sees a wheelchair and he's like, "Fuck people in wheelchairs!" and throws it down the stairs. And it's See, like that's a lot oh, of exposition. Maybe there was a bee on the chair. He was slapping it. That, that's a huge amount of exposition you just added, saying he's doing it vindictively because he hates people in wheelchairs. More likely is he's a young, rich shithead who said, "I'm going to make my friend laugh." Yeah, like, and that's what he did. I don't think oh, this I person sought out to damage a a. I think he didn't care for the person in the chair in the slightest. That 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 person's yeah, feelings and concerns not. and problems were not on his mind at all. Yeah, not he seems like a shitty guy. But this national like he should be expelled and this and that. It's like everyone knows exactly why. Right. What well, he did happens every night a thousand times. Money, a misdemeanor. Also worked in the campus cafeteria, like slinging fries. It would be a different story. I agree. But in terms of appropriate punishment, I think we're all kind of on the same page. You probably should whatever had 40 hours of community service and paid for the chair damage. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, as far as I think it's like a super tiny misdemeanor to like, damage something and the damages are under a certain dollar amount that's often i know with theft they they before they escalate at dollar amounts you know over a thousand yeah. over ten thousand and things like that i would this just seems like i know my cousin did this awful thing when he was a teenager mm. where he just they just went on a rampage running you know walking through town like oh there's a thing we can break oh psh, pop the tires oh here's a thing let's here's a car let they run up on the hood stand on top top of the car and jump and land on their ass ruins the car ruins the car well you know damages the car right like if you think about it like okay it would still drive but you, you wouldn't want to drive it. the hood or no not the hood the top oh, of the about? car he did a power bomb like ass slam in the middle of the roof of the car and it cratered in <laughs> i don't know how to <laughs> That's I, I guess bang it back and it gets mostly right or then... cut it out and make a convertible. Uh, I, it, it was just all this tremendous damage. And I remember them being like, they, oh, what'd they catch him for? And what was his punishment? Community service. Like, 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 this, they, community like service. little community service. There was no way they could make financial restitution. Uh, like no way. You know, they're, they're, they're like teenagers with poor families right. um, and just 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 shitty behavior. Number four. But but there's no criminal thing that come along with that comes along with that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. Had a weight problem. <laughs> God damn. Um, the dude that was with him was a big chunky motherfucker. So the, the dude that jumped was about 240, 250. Uh -huh. Like there was three of them running around. They popped the tires on us on like a um a parked tractor trailer, not the tractor part, but the trailer part. That must and be each expensive. Of 
Yeah, yeah. I remember them talking about the expense of each tire and, and then being like, I didn't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I thought I tires was tires. <laughs> yeah, tractor trailer tires. I wonder about them. What do they cost and how long do they go? If you told me they got 120,000 miles a tire, I'd believe you. I know they get mad. I've heard drivers talk about whether or not they're going to slam on the brakes and put flat spots on those tires to save a life before. They're uh-huh. like, well, it just depends on why I'm having to slam on them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're thinking, if you're being a piece of shit and now I have to ruin all my tires, fuck you. <laughs> but, but like if a school bus is careening, they're like, ruin them all. <laughs> I bet they're expensive. I know I've seen, oh, have you seen where car will be driving alongside a tractor trailer more kind of back a little bit where the tires are really stacked up you know four of them in a bunch mm. and one of them pops and just hits the it's such a violent thing it's like a bomb going off it's great dude when i pass a tractor trailer on my motorcycle that is foremost on my mind you know it is oh. like you don't linger here this is uh-uh. a dangerous place to be yeah and i've seen um retreads hit people in the helmet and actually nothing happened like, a, I saw a guy got hit in the helmet with a retread and his visor like came off, but he had a full faced helmet on and he was he didn't even fall. But you could tell yeah. like, without that visor, he'd have been smashed. Yeah. We're talking about tractor trailer tires exploding. That's um, scary. We've all seen that yeah. clip of the guy in India getting what's coming and he stabs that tire and it explodes and kills him. Yeah, he's just he's I, I like the one where the guy just gets his clothes blown off. That's a lot more silly and, and less what this wasn't PSI silly, it was more the, viscera. What is the PSI on a trailer tire? A track like a semi tire? Is it eighty? I think my guess I would be like it, it's irrelevant how much pressure they put in there. It's more about what's its maximum like 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 what happened to make it get squished so much it explodes. Unless I guess it's defective or it's a retread, like you said. I remember yeah. like as a kid like grabbing just the thick treads on my grandpa's tractor tires and like like even on a car tire like you could kind of like poke at it and see it just to, to form a tiny little like at least you can see it mm-hmm. on a tractor tire it's like I couldn't comprehend like how thick is the is the rubber 22 like, bounces off it I, I don't doubt it? that at all. I never yeah. tried it, but there's no way a 22 gets through a, a track. Yeah, if you shoot it straight, um, like not in the side, that would do it. But if you shoot it like in the tread, like like in the, the part that's normally making contact with the ground, because mm-hmm. we had one that was laying there, an old tractor tire, and I would shoot it all the time thinking like, it'll leak. And it just always stayed inflated. Yeah. Like it didn't matter. They were bouncing It'd, like, off. It'd like roll over nails. And like my grandpa like oh, goes yeah. like pull a nail out of it. And it's like, oh, it must just be a little nail. It's like, no, it's like. Rolled over a six-inch nail embedded straight, and it's fine. <laughs> like, well, I mean, for anybody wondering, like, this tire is four and a half feet tall, five feet tall, something like that. It's it's a gigantic tire. It's not a like a car yeah. tire. I loved farm equipment as a kid. I think that's a yeah. normal thing to like like a lot, right? If that's what you're around, like trucks, farm equipment. I thought tractors were cool. The yeah, uh, the irrigators in the middle of the fields. I'm I a city boy, and my. Uh, I guess step grandfather had a riding lawnmower, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> he would let me like sit on his lap and stuff as he like drove the riding lawnmower around. It wasn't pedo, I swear. He was a good guy. <laughs> four years ago, we know. Four years ago. <laughs> it was like four years ago, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I, anyway, I can share your infa- I did A real tractor would have blown my mind because a lawnmower, a riding lawnmower, did too. Yeah, I would was, I would go great. out to the garage and like sit on it when like they, <laughs> I couldn't turn it on or anything. But oh. They would let me visit it. Oh man, yeah, we were you came to my house at like five. <laughs> we had to. Uh, there, I had to cut. I had to ride the the lawnmower from very early age. I was cutting that grass. From, Did you hate it? Yeah, because of the uh, my allergies, and also mm-hmm. it's just a really monotonous task. Um, I don't think I had uh, any way of listening to music while I did it either, so I'm just driving to the sounds, and that's that's never fun. Um, yeah, uh, we we always had stuff like that. Obviously, I grew up you know right there on a farm with all sorts of crazy stuff going on, so I, I didn't really have any fascination with that. I remember one time uh, we were visiting one of my dad's friends who's a real farmer, and he needed to move a bulldozer that was way down in the field and had ran out of gasoline or diesel, whatever back to where it goes and so we drove down there and he put me in the bulldozer nice. and i mean this is a giant i shouldn't say bulldozer it's like in a grader in the front it's a no a big plow thing 
and like it's a, you're in a cab and it's a giant giant heavy piece of machinery because he's a real farmer mm-hmm. and he sent me like he's like yeah just head back to the barn just you know, and and like i'm driving to the barn figuring out how to stop <laughs> and I, I, i'm like well if i don't figure it out in time i'll start making circles but the fuck <laughs> i couldn't have been more than yeah 12 with this amount of inertia, I don't think I can just risk it <laughs> that I'll yeah, come to a yeah. stop. No, from, from like 12 or 13, I was driving big tractors and um, like operating the bucket with people in them. Like people would get in the bucket and then I would lift them up to do high tasks. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was always a real like high pressure thing because the, um, the thing you, you pull down on, a, on a, an actuator over here to lift the bucket up and... It's not like a video game where you have this sort of, oh, yeah, I can just add a little pressure. It sort of slips and goes. So you have to be real careful when your dad's up there 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right, let's not have to explain this to mom tonight. And you're like going real slow. Because you, if you go this, if you, you go left and right for, for mm-hmm. tipping down, if you, if you go the wrong way, you tip them out. <laughs> and it, I, so mine's similar to Kyle's, except I pull it back for it to go up forward is down kind of like a plane and then side to side like you said brings the bucket up Mm. and down and if you ask me right now like woody which way makes the bucket go up left yes but like because it's like like pulling think of it that way it's wait how's that why is left (laughs) how is that so so when you pull it to the left like this, you're thinking like this. You gotta think like this. <laughs> I'm thinking Lamborghini. That's <laughs> you're the problem. Lamborghini. It's like it's all right. You know, like, like uh, let's say this coffee cup is the the actuator. I'm gonna call it the handle. You grab it. When you pull it this way, it tips up. So I think of that. That's the same motion like this as like this. Oh, Whereas I the opposite so is it to right grab hand. it. And, yeah, I am grabbing it with my right hand. The the, the camera's too, but I I I, I'm, I'm I feel it's the same motion. Now. Um, like 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 the same well, way I, I learned um, supinate and um, what's supinate. the other one? Pronate. pronate. You learned pronate. It well. Yeah. That's, yes, sir. Um, that one I get. That one you told me, and that mnemonic, and I never forgot it. The left is obviously up is not intuitive to me. <laughs> like, yeah. But doing it enough, you just memorize it too, because somehow I knew it just then, yeah. and it's been a long, long fucking time. Simple since trip. Lured. Left up, right down. One thing that was fun uh, was feeding the cows hay growing up because the tractor has a, a fork on it, like two short, stabby things, and then one long, stabby thing. For hay. Uh, you could kill a dinosaur with this thing. I, I often thought, if you had to take on a T-Rex, I'm going to kill that T-Rex if I've got this thing. Because I've got, I got a John Deere and this big, yeah. it must be six feet long, the spire. Maybe not, but four, five, six feet of just steel this big coming down to a point. And it was it was always fun to grab the hay bale and I could do it in one solid movement without completely stopping. Just tap the clutch right as the uh, as I got there and and watch the forks just sink in and stop and then let go of the clutch as I like keep moving, keep the momentum going and lift it up, curl it back. Uh, That's on the back of a tractor, but I had a a front end loader with it on the front. I've done that, though, as well. The, The scary thing about this is when you've got it on the back, it's really easy to tip your tractor. Uh, back over itself, but it won't go all the way over. It's just scary. I've seen tractors on YouTube where they have them on the... I don't even know how many. They have like two on the front and two on the back or something like that, and then, then they all just go up, and it's pretty neat to see a tractor do that much work. When machines do work, that lights my fire. Yeah, I like I think, yeah, cool. I think they weigh about six or 700 pounds. A hay bale? Dry? I couldn't argue. I don't know. I think I've been told that. Um, but in the winter, you usually... If you raise cattle for beef, then there's not enough winter grass for them to survive so you have to supplement hay every day we so used to play thing. uh so like in one of my grandpa's pastures like he would keep like all the next up bales so like when he had to go grab some, he would go grab them from there and then like they were all like put like close together so you could pick them up and so like right side by side like stacked up and so when we were like six seven years old it was probably like i don't know 20 yards by 80 yards of just hay bales all square, you know, touching each other. And so we would climb up there and we would play tag on the top of the hay bales and like run. And cause like you had to be careful or like you could slip and fall in between them. And like, that was kind of scary. Cause you're like, get me out. Cause you could fall in there and that's not fun, but it was awesome. Like I can smell it. I, I could smell it. I remember, I I haven't thought about playing tag on top of those hay bales with like my friends and brothers in, 
fucking 25 years. That was so much fun. I would do yeah. that again right now. It probably wouldn't be nearly as fun, but no, I've seen great. them. I've <laughs> seen them stack hay bales. Um, you know, the round ones stack them on their flat end over and over. And there are these channels when you have four cylinders, you know, stacked together mm. in the in the middle. And they'll just jump down in that and put their hands out and their feet out and like like it's a like it's a, a reverse yeah. fire pole. And some of them are deep. You know, they'll stack them up 30, 40 feet. I don't know what they're doing at the that. bottom. They got to you got to reel them out, I guess. Yeah, I don't want to do that part. <laughs> that sounds like no fun. Yeah, Attack on the top insane. is where it was at. I feel like if I played some of the games that I played when I was like 11, like just playing War in the Woods or whatever, I'd be like, how did I have that much cardio? <laughs> like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's true. It's like, I mean, how did I play pretend to be an orc for nine hours when I was right. 10 years old? <laughs> that was fun. We were mostly on ATVs. Like, um, someone, I, I saw some like discussion about the pandemic and... 90s kids not being on the internet and stuff and, and it was like yeah like wasn't really in the house very much it was yeah. wasn't every day after school i would do whatever homework i had as quickly as i had as i could and then just go out and ride on something like i was know, hardly ever in the house my parents i don't think they like me mm. no <laughs> there were so many trumped up rules when i was a kid where they're like ah saturday at 5 a.m it's the taylor outdoor extravaganza see monday <laughs> I have my grandparents for that. All right, I got to play pretend. (laughs) I think they, uh, I I spent most weekends with my grandparents. So that gave my parents enough without me time to to, to still like me and appreciate me because I can be uh, a little bit much. I remember my grandmother's (laughs) Christmas trees always being decorated um, based on my height and reach because you can't decorate (laughs) the bottom of the tree because Kyle can can grab that shit and he'll just grab it and break it. (laughs) Uh, she, all of her figurines are up high and like locked away and stuff. I was pretty destructive, uh, uh, for, for, for several years there when I was a kid. So they definitely need some time away. Not maliciously, (laughs) just, just picking things up and dropping it. No, maliciously. I remember, (laughs) I, I specifically remember being four, maybe five, but having a fantasy about having all of our possessions duplicated, like, like, like our home with everything in it. I, I had this fantasy and maybe it was a Christmas wish or something. Maybe I saw a movie we could wish for anything or maybe blank check. You know, you got infinite money sort of thing. And my idea was I want everything we have in duplicate and I want to go there and destroy it. I want to smash the TVs in and break all the glass and I want to burn everything and I want to break it all. Like, like that was like, literally a thought I had. Cause it's yeah, with, with no trouble, you know, no, no consequences. <laughs> no yeah. That, that was, that was a, that was a thought I had at four or five. I, 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 I still remember thinking that and thinking how cool it would be to break my <laughs> Nintendo and break the fucking uh, little tube TV that Nintendo was plugged up to and all that shit. I remember it. Yeah. You mentioning like, I think blank check was the first time in my life that I realized like, oh, money seems to be very important in, in life because like I didn't have fan. I just would have a fantasy about like, I wish I had my own whole hockey rink or I owned an elephant and then like seeing blank check was like, like this guy, like I, I lived vicariously a little bit through him. And I remember even at that age, getting upset at some of his purchasing decisions where I was like, dumbass, why would you want to slide from your bedroom to the pool? You're going to have to go back in the house. Every time you want to use your slide retard, put it by the pool. Like, well, you're going to get wet and go up through your nice somehow under a million dollar house. I remember thinking about that <laughs> as a kid. But hmm. did you did it inspire you to, to realize that money is very important in life? I, I definitely already knew that money was important by the time I watched Blank Check being a little bit older, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly when I started thinking of money or, or, or like getting more of it or wanting more of it, really. Because um, I was I wouldn't say spoiled, but I didn't want much. So when I did ask for something, I got it. Mm-hmm. So um, there, there was never really that thing where I was like, oh, can I have this? And like, no, it didn't happen much because I didn't ask for much. Was there ever, they never shut you down? Like, I never got my spurs. I wanted cowboy spurs. I wanted to walk, ching, ching, ching. Would have been easy mm-hmm. to do. I don't know why I didn't get some fucking boots and spurs. There's I'm no reason you can't it. do that now. Yeah. I did that eight years ago, Woody. Yeehaw. And yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, um, and um, I like that eight years ago, that's like a good like 
You're a full-on adult knowing (laughs) (laughs) Don't even have a horse. You weren't like, made it happen at 15. It was like, no, I made it happen at 29. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's when I was no longer embarrassed to to, to go buy the fans. Anywho, they wouldn't get me no goddamn spurs. Um, And other than that, though, I wanted a Corvette. I wanted a cor. I wanted a Corvette, and I got a truck, and I did that thing that. Oh, oh my God! You were one of them, unhappy with the car they gave you. Yeah, I was one of them. I like I'm admitting it. God damn it! All right, I'm remembering it now, and I'm admitting it. But 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 like, here's what happened. We'd had some preliminary discussions, and I was. What happened was a girl was like. We were talking about cars, and this girl that I liked was like, I'd suck your dick if you had a Corvette. And I was like, got to get one then. <laughs> like, 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 literally happened. And, 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 uh, and uh, I didn't tell my dad that she was going to suck my contract. dick. But, you know, I'm like 15, and I'm, I'm on a mission to get my dick sucked. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I remember, that I would have, maybe not the pink one, but, yeah, but I wanted a Corvette, and uh, he showed up to school to pick me up in a, in a, in a new truck. And, How nice uh, was the truck? Um, brand new. It was new. Oh, damn. yeah, brand new. Um, extended cab, um, leather CD player. Good you know. gosh. Okay, so nice. Yeah, yeah, pretty nice. Um, but I didn't want it. Uh, I wanted a Corvette because what I'm gonna do with the truck? You know, I I I, I want I want the fucking Corvette. Or the Corvette. <laughs> what are you What are you talking about? The truck. I want the Corvette. I want, didn't want you the truck. Bastard! You like so mad at him? Oh yeah. So he took the truck back. Not not to the dealership. From me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he we had, had a, nothing. We went, well, then I had to have a car, so he got me an even worse truck. Uh, it, now I've had a Ford Lightning, which is like that is a baller like. I don't truck even know what that is. It was a baller truck, but again, Woody, I wanted the Corvette. And then, dick, like, though. briefly, I had this Jaguar XJ12, an older one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember how, like, that happened. I said I wanted it, but then after I drove it a little, I didn't. And then um, I had a Trans Am um, WS6 fucking performance package, 1998, black None on of black. Those cars were on that level. Hope got a Volvo XC90, I think, which is basically... Safe as fuck! Safe as fuck, which is good, because she got in the least two accidents. And, uh... She's learning to drive. It's all good. And yeah. They weren't her fault. Rear-ended, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some were her fault. <laughs> and, uh, that car became unreliable. The air conditioning wasn't cold, stuff like that. We got her in. She might have a Nissan Sentra now. I don't know what she has, but it's some reliable Japanese econo box type thing. Yeah. The new Sentras look kind of nice. That I remember... I don't mean kind of. Nice. You don't think it does? Hers does not look nice like you're thinking. It, it it's missing a hubcap or two, and uh, it's not. Goddamn, Woody hubcaps? Who? It's her. She's a grown up now. I, I don't know her hubcaps. These are you all just see lessons. this 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 one capped monstrosity bumbling into your your beautiful. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Hope park around <laughs> back. I can't have the neighbors seeing your shit box out for the I had a <laughs> it had no, the caps when I bought it. Yeah. I know so I, I know a girl who has a new Sentra and it looks nice. Uh, I dated a girl in high school and I remember she got her first car. She's like, Yeah, my parents are going to buy my car. And I'm like, What are you gonna get? And she's like, uh, maybe a Honda or a or a, or a Nissan or this, that, and the other. And I was like, Oh, cool, cool. And I'm picturing like a Honda Civic at the time, which was mm-hmm. a real popular girl's car, probably still is. And uh, she showed up with this this gold Nissan Sentra that was a few years old, oh. and I don't think I could properly hide how much I hated her car, <laughs> <laughs> how lame I thought her car was. I was just like, oh, I don't even want to be seen with you in that car. Damn, <laughs> damn. Would you ever actually give a fuck what a what a girl drives? If I'm in it. If you're in it, wow, yeah. you would not me. I, what I said was the truth. Though. Every bit of what I just said was, but the at the time my reaction was, damn. I what about current Kyle? Does it matter what she drives? Yeah, yeah. Um, if if I'm gonna be in it, like as far as being comfortable, no. As far as being cool. seen in it, as far as being a person who rides around in a shitbox or not. Oh, I don't mind oh. being that person. Oh, yeah. I'm total. I'm that guy. 
Yeah, I, I, I grimace. At you might also be in areas where people wouldn't stop and laugh at such a thing, but I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sometimes. Like, like my neighbors have nice cars. Like, you vastly overestimate how many people I know. Everyone but you two is a stranger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, no, no, no one's going to like care about me. No one's going to give a fuck. Hey, it's yeah. that guy I don't know driving around. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, oh, I wish I knew his name. <laughs> <laughs> I also just don't want to ride around. and look like I don't want you to, when I say a shitty car I mean like something that smells and and has cloth seats no, I'm kidding with cloth seats you know something <laughs> like an old cloth junky junky car with, with 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 problems yeah cloth um, seats are more comfortable and in, in they're better weather. right aren't they a superior seat material no I think they are I think it's a I think it's a fool's gambit going oh. for the leather. I'm totally that fool. I I have leather in my truck and it needs to have air conditioned seats to overcome like the super hotness that's just natural in a leather seat. It's you just stupid. you just you're selling leather so hard right now. You're no, like, hey, guess what? All the downsides of leather have been solved by modern technology since 2004. By the way, since 2004, <laughs> that's when that I remember. Well, at least that that was the oh, first yeah? one I saw. The 2005 um, F-150s had the AC seats. That was the first time I'd seen that feature. And it was hot as fuck that summer. And I, I got into a King Ranch to move it from outside to inside. And I was just like, oh, it's blowing air on my ass. Dude, Cold air. Amazing. <laughs> on my butt, I find it's nice, incredible. but not great. It's great. Where it's great is my back. And I try to explain mm. to people like, oh, just take your back half inch off the seat and it'll like blow. It'll dry any sweat you might have or any glisten. Yeah. And arc uh, your it, back. It really works. Arch your back. Make it nice. And uh Every single person ever like sits 12 inches from the back and they're like, I can't feel it. That's because you're fucking stupid. How did you get in this car? How did you operate the fucking doorknob on the outside of it? If you can't like, this is not fast blowing here. You got to be really close to it. Yeah. I'm baffled by this. I give up. I'm not showing you the massage seats. now. Sometimes we'll be in the, in the, um, we're about to do the $50 patron hangout, by the way, but we're, we'll, we'll be in there with those guys and, Somebody will say something so fucking stupid. I'll ask them, like, dude, who did you steal the $50 that you used to get in here from? Because I know you don't have a goddamn like way of making any, any money. Who, what the fuck? Are you there are some retarded people in there. Um, and then there's some wonderful people, too. It's a good there mix. There are it's some good wonderful mix. people. I, I like most of them. But it only takes one, and two is a lot. And, yeah. And then, you know, like, they need server mutes and shit. <laughs> Oh, it's it's really funny. My favorite part of the hangout that that, that we're about to do is is going to be when someone talks over you too much and you hit them. <laughs> and it, it, I should handle it better because the, the right way to handle it would probably be like so a subtle thing, like oh wait, wait, wait I was still I was still talking or I'm almost finished my thought. Instead, what I let them do is walk all over me for like three or four minutes and then stand up. And and by that point, it's like hey hey hey. You shut your fucking mouth. For the last five minutes, there have been 25 of us in this room. You've been taking all the airtime. It is outrageous. All of us want you to shut the fuck up. I'm here for a server mute. I can enforce that. Like, like that. Whereas if I just nipped it in the bud, if I just a little social cue would have been better. But I usually just that guy. I usually <laughs> stop talking and make it like real quiet so that the, the, the air gets completely filled by them and they're just like, wait, why am why am I the only one talking now? It's like because that's what you wanted, right? Come on, get it all out of your system. Come on, you can't you can't help but talking over to us. Come on, let's get it all out. Get it all out. Then we're gonna start taking turns. Like I'll try and people. like I try to shut that down sometimes before it happens, where I will interject and interrupt the person who is just talking and talking to ask an irrelevant question of someone who hasn't talked yet, just to be like, come on. Stevie, please. And then the polite guy that you just asked a question to, I'm like, hey, are you still playing that game? And he's like, yeah, it's been a ton of fun. Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. You do that Fuck, on the show sometimes like, too, really well. Like, <laughs> if we don't involve the guest enough, I'll see Taylor be like, hey, you know, I want you know James's opinion on this thing. And I'm like, ah, good job, Taylor. <laughs> good lie, Taylor. Good lie. <laughs> it might be, but it's still a good job because a professional podcaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for gotta, sure. Always appreciate it. And, We're and gonna, if I can save someone that vicious beating in the hangout, you know, covertly, I'll try and do that. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> but sometimes you'll, you'll you'll be like, "Hey, uh, hold on a sec, John, Stephen, what were you saying earlier about 
working in a tank and then like john keeps talking and it's like oh no john's john, like he was saying john, he works in a tank you don't john, even know this guy has a knew. tank i just saw woody's eyes <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the corner of my eye john and has what like has started cannot be red laser beams pointed at him it's like john we all see what's happening here yeah be quiet you can see some of the veterans be like oh <laughs> like, like, oh, this is gonna be because all the all of them that have been in there to watch that, like they all sit there, like, like, oh, this is gonna be funny. I'm aware that it it's almost part of the show now for me to berate someone with no social skills. <laughs> and yeah, but mostly, mostly wonderful, wonderful people. They're always funny. Hanging Honestly, out. true. Yeah, the best people. The best people. Ask anyone. And every once in a I've while, got, this, uh, oh, oh, what do you do for a living? And it's like, oh, I've been retired since I was 17 Bitcoin. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, you really got to kind of figure it out then. <laughs> Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon got fired. Yes. Oh, Don Lemon happen. got fired for, uh, he, he said or implied or something about women being over the hill as far as their political careers go after 40. I'm going to go ahead and say such a it was, weird thing. is terrible ratings. Uh, they had already moved him to the morning show I, to try and to me redeem. it's been on the the writing's been on the wall for some time now like like Kyle yeah. pointed out he's been moved to the morning show which is a serious demotion they tried to sell it like it yep. wasn't a demotion but everyone in the world knows that it was and then on the morning show he was still doing poorly he recently had this weird there's a Republican presidential candidate his name might be Vikram something he's like a real long shot and he was interviewing him and he just <laughs> He did a terrible job and it was awkward for his co-host to like sit here. She's like scrolling on her phone uh, because he's just debating and, and taking all the airtime. And she clearly had questions and such she wanted to ask to. He allowed none of that. He's just been bad at his job. Like Kyle pointed out, I, I forget if it was Tulsi Gabbard or um, Nikki Haley, mm. but one of them implied Joe Biden or said Joe Biden was too old to run. And then he countered by saying that that person was past her prime. And I think it was Nikki Haley. Anyway, uh, but Nikki Haley's like 50, and she's still pretty hot for 50. And she's Asian. That's a good Biden burn. I like that. I'm counting Indian as Asian. <laughs> that works. Yeah, and uh, everyone else does. And then everyone made it like a female thing, which to me, one, probably wasn't actually a female thing of being like over mm. the hill past 25, like I've often pointed out. But uh, for a guy who like race baits all the time who's always oh, yeah. like you know hey don can you be quiet i need to talk oh is it because i'm black it's because i'm black right and it's yeah. like all right fine i, I like <laughs> you getting a little taste of your own medicine well, so you can white explain <laughs> that that guy like has had among the worst ratings on cnn for years like it's shocking that he's only now losing his show like i I remember it was years and years ago, but I remember looking at like uh, advertising metrics like for CNN and all their breakdown of network shows. And it was like during like 2018 when like all the news was kind of going down a bit. And like at one point, CNN didn't have a single show with a million concurrent viewers, which is humiliating. And Don Lemons was literally like a midsize Let's Play channel, like <laughs> like that level, like on TV. Like, no one was watching that dude. It's unreal. They just fired him. I've like, been watching them, like, rebrand him here and there. Like, like you go back, I'll make it up, six years. And he's just a white Anderson Cooper. You know, a professional, whatever. And it almost seemed like they lightened his skin and everything. And then they're like, no, 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 we got to make this guy way blacker. So then he starts getting, like, hood. He's darker. Literally darker in, like, skin tone. Yeah. And then he starts wearing hoodies under his suits. Like, you know, this is a Don Lemon look. Yeah, he wears a hoodie mm -hmm. under his blazer. And uh, that's the new thing. He's like that's somehow like a hood anchor thing going on. It just looked like they were grasping at straws yeah. trying yeah. to keep him. Well, that is the CNN what if he's, special. He starts so, doing like CNN, like gang signs. He's like throwing them up. <laughs> 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 he's like, <laughs> he's fucking left side, left side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's one. Don Lemon's out. And I don't even know where he'll land or what he'll do next. It, it, Tucker Carlson, on he's the other hand, he was sort of on top of the world in some ways. A lot of advertisers avoided him. Mm -hmm. But in terms of views, he was the biggest thing in news. 
or at least cable news. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, a good metric too. Like he'll he, do, he's gonna do something big he'll now. Do, that. He I'm interested to, to see. Something. Yeah, he it's had a hard very to big see. Audience. Like I, I would have said that about Bill O'Reilly and. What is he a podcaster now or something? I, well, I'd Bill O'Reilly did bad things. He uh, uh, he sexed up women. It's also different phases in his career. What... Bill O'Reilly was kind of at the end when he got axed anyway. Whereas, well, how old is Tucker? Like fifty? Was Tucker so... fired for being a pedophile? No, that's a that's no. a. Hey, I'm just asking questions. These are questions <sighs> that people need answers, and I'm not saying that <laughs> oh, he's I a see. pedophile. I'm just asking the question: Is Tucker Carlson a pedophile? People need to know that. What are we talking about? Tucker Carlson, um, of raising he's, children. He's, he's quoting. I'm doing a, what a, Tucker a does. Meme. This Utter like, disaster. yeah, this whole. What does Tucker you know, do? He just asks questions. He says, "Look, there's a lot of doubts out there about the election, and people need these things answered before they can accept the results." I'm not saying there's anything unscrupulous about these election results. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. So that's a thing that he did all the time to sort of make statements in the form of questions. And I thought I'd do it too. Yeah. Well, I don't really fucking care either. These people got fired. I knew like, you'd say that. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I cannot tell you the last you don't time follow I saw current either events. Of you don't watch the news. I, I well, that's not current events though. Tucker Carlson's not current Fox, events. CNN, Tucker Carlson yeah. is the biggest anchor in the, he, he might Popularity be, doesn't he mean candidate. anything. Like, like I'm sure there are lots of tabloids with lots of uh, um, uh, that are read that are read everywhere with, with lots of circulation. Tucker Carlson's I don't, I don't tabloid like, news. He's he's, a, no he's opinion that, journalism. Yeah, it's, he's it's not. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit down and watch Tucker. It's Kardashians like, and Anderson Cooper. I'd be like, Tucker oh, I need to day. figure out what's going on in the world. <laughs> watch How could you watch the one you hate? Why would you watch him? Oh, I I try to watch right and left viewpoints. But that's not right and left blue points. That's propaganda to, to trick old white people that are crazy into things. I need to know what. Well, I'm interested in knowing what they're hearing. Yeah, if you're if you're interested, I, it just seems like a, a waste of time. If that's what you're interested in, like I just oh, I, I, I would not want to. If you want right wing viewpoints, points, watch Bill Maher. This is 14 minutes a day. I have so much more time to waste than that. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm like, this is gay, waste of time. And it's like, I'm literally thinking in the back of my head now about Tomb King army compositions from Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. so, like, you're going to want some of those skeleton horsemen, but you got to bring the uh, the eyes of the desert if you're going to fend off the centaur play. That's all Obviously, I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I've changed my sleep schedule. Woody, I like to get up early and play Warhammer with the people in New Zealand, and then I have to get some sleep because later on in the afternoon, I'll have to play with, with North America. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. like Kyle, like you had, I had a text like in my inbox like so early in the morning the other day, and you were like, just finished up some games with class, gonna get some sleep, and then like later that night, you're you really are burning the candle at both ends with Warhammer, and you're getting better at it at at a good clip. Like I feel like everyone in our group is definitely getting better. Um, I will say some gaps have begun to form in the skill difference. In are we the talking about with. fish? Oh, well, Fish is what we call a stats and stories gamer, as we said before. <laughs> you know, he's there, like for, he's there for the camaraderie and the friendship, and he'll tell you that straight to your face. But, but you know, he's not a great at, like, doing things in games. He's not very good at them. So whenever it's sort of for fun, I, I'm happy to play with Fish. But I've told him many times, whenever we start getting into these competitive games like Tarkov, it's hard to play with him sometimes, and I don't like to hurt people's feelings, but it's just the truth. I don't want to come up, jump on there with the boys and have a night of me not having any fun so that mm. they can all have fun. I like to find a way that we can all have fun together. That's mm. usually what I try to do. But yeah, Fish is not going to be a Warhammer star. Um, and that's okay. And that's okay. And that's okay. I got on with class this morning and played uh, against, you know, people of the world, you know, mm. with matchmaking or whatever. And that went real well. I think we, we lost one. We lost one and we won all the others. And I think you and I usually go like five and six or something where we play together. Um, like five it, and oh, or five and one usually. Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Like five and one. Um, yeah. We don't lose very much. We really, it, when we're on the same team, we pretty much never lose. And when we do, I think it's because we try something goofy and it's like this, after six wins in a row, we kind of are being lax. Is this yeah. against people from the Patreon or against like people, uh, this is people just at large? Okay, okay. It's yeah. against any and all who have dared to face up against <laughs> the gruesome twosome. I was, I was asking, is it relevant? <laughs> like if, if you're playing against uh, 
the Patreons, they're also brand new at the game. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like we're so the match, like the ranked matchmaking queue is dog shit. And so you just mm -hmm. have to make like a lobby that says like 2v2 domination. Kyle makes a lobby called 2v2 domination fun. So people know fun is on the inside. And then we just wait for two people to join. And it's super quick because everyone knows the real matchmaking sucks. So like people use this like matchmaking. And so two people jump in. We play against them. If someone wants to stay, they can hang out. And we can wait for a third guy or they can both back out. It, it's yeah. quick. Like we can, yeah, if anybody we wants can, to play and you're not in the patron, just you'll, you'll see our lobby open all night. Uh, yeah, or my lobby will often be open if you dare <laughs> because we're gonna fuck you unless you're better than us. Yeah, <laughs> then we'll, then we'll then be we real salty about our loss. Yeah, and, then, and, then we're, and then we're above it all. We don't even, and then care. that one doesn't count. Yeah, then they don't yeah. care. Yeah. I, I, that was a silly army. I didn't, didn't mean a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's real fun to, to, to play that game. I, I like, I just like beating people at anything. There needs to be some sort of competitive part to it um for, for me to enjoy it. and i also like the the homework i like the busy work of it and the homework i like needing to go back um later on with a and, and like think about what i did and, and and write write stuff down and do research i like the research i think that's my favorite part is delving deep on the internet looking for synergies and and things that people have mm -hmm. said about about the game and trying to get better that way just because, because at some point i can only click so fast I, I get to that point pretty quick in games where it's like yeah, i'm never going to click any faster than this but you can always learn more and have more yeah. uh, more information there's also like with this game 90 it seems like 95 percent of players only do the campaign like the grand strategy part of it yeah. they don't focus on the multiplayer at all and so in the multiplayer like you can like a game like Age of Empires, if I want to look up a build order for a specific Civ, it's there. There's a bunch of forums talking about it. With this game, because multiplayer is so ignored, you can search like, what's a good army composition? Warhammer 3, Lizardmen. Or, and there's literally, there's nothing there. There's not one Reddit thread about any faction's army composition. In the year of our Lord, 2023, a game <laughs> that came out a year ago has not one thread not one i was searching the reddits looking for like multiplayer answers and every single thread you find is like uh, anybody have help for this lizard men issue or this tomb king problem and then you click and it's all them talking about the campaign and they're like you need to get to your, your, a doom stack faster of really powerful yeah it's, it's, okay, it's hard to find for. relevant information and so but like and, to, to add on to like that mm. like with me and you so kyle and i actually are able to Nov in a novel way, combine factions and try and figure out new strategies that like aren't actually popular. It's not like there's a meta for everything. Like there are combos and things that people aren't doing that would be wildly effective if people started doing it because there's such a a, a, a I think lack of a, attention on it. I think there's a meta. We're just not playing with those people. I think if we jumped into one of these other discords with the um um, with one of those clans, I think we'd find that they had a very good idea of how vampires play against tomb kings or how empire plays against ogres. They they know it's a set thing. Like, well, the ogres will bring this yeah. because they have to contend with that, and the the greenskins will bring this because they have to do that. I think it's I think it's a real set thing. I sent you an empire army composition over there. Boom. Oh, Easy. is this a Chat GPT army comp? It, no, it's from. Rockshots.net. Review Spells, it, Kyle. Defensive combat stats and. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Yeah, no, that's. You don't, <laughs> you don't like it? I, I I didn't finish reading it. It just it's silly. A it's legendary a lord, a warrior priest, four steam tanks, four handgunners, and gunners, six great sword infantry, and <laughs> four demographic knights, halberds. Oh yeah, so a bunch of all the good stuff, huh? Why didn't I think of that? I'm here Why? to help. I yeah. don't know what I mean. You're slow. I'm getting it huh. first try. <laughs> it's first. almost like that's it's almost like that's the currency for four armies combined into one. Yeah. You know, like what are the tips to being good at Tarkov? Have every gun an item. I didn't I'm not think of that. Prove it, but I think I've established that I could beat you guys at this game. Yeah, I, I, we like would that, love to play a guide with you. Woody. In the same way, we're like, <laughs> like, well, how to be good at Call of Duty? It's like you need to shoot your opponents prior to them engaging you. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're not. That so is you integral. can't have this army. You can't just choose it nah, pre-game. It, it's too many expensive units. Like they say, oh, four okay. demigriff knights, four steam tanks. Like that would almost fill up a whole army by itself. I it, think. it does. The, the steam, the steam would. tanks are twenty-one like or twenty-two hundred each, work? and the demigriffs are eighteen. Yeah. 
50 each if you want the, the and you, we could teach it's, you all of this if you just jump in it, to the total war world mm, who's who would woody's race be <sighs> you know the probably. dwarves have those gyrocopters that actually i think you may have just said your answer that is the most paramotory <laughs> thing so, yeah the dwarves have a unit that's just a helicopter a gyrocopter that goes around and shoots bombs at things shoots bullets at them I think yeah. Woody could have fun with those. They've got a gyro bomber, and there's like multiple dwarves up in there flying it, and it looks like one of those. Is it one of those helicopters with the double rotors that's like long? Mm -hmm. uh, like mm -hmm. the, but it's, it's just, just a, and, and yeah, I, I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure. And it, you, you just fly it over them, dropping bombs, and just... <laughs> It's fun doing yeah. bombing runs because everybody else has swords. It's such it is such a, it's such a satisfying. Like I was I was trying to get my younger brother to play it more with me, but he's been into other games and he came over this past weekend for a bit. And I'm like, hold on, just like play a game of Total War on my setup and like just just run it. And so like I set up he set up his army and then I put like an army of like bullshit bleak swords and stuff on the other side so we could actually engage with it. And he was just having fun being like. This is the coolest looking and sounding game ever because it has Sounds like amazing. variable audio. So like if you're way above <laughs> and like some plague flies or something like buzzes by you, it sounds like World War One, like fucking like. And then you zoom in closer to the battle and you can hear like and like bombs blast and like people are like individual voices screaming for help. Like it's it's tremendous. Anyway, I know we have to wrap. We've got the hangout. Total War Warhammer 3. Jump in our lobby out there, guys. Check it out. Oh. PKN 453.